The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly, super I duper fly. Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Awakened Soul. This is episode 84. 84 episodes. That, that means episode 100 is really right around the corner. I think I timed it out. Um, if I did it correctly, episode 100 is going to drop like May 11th uh, or somewhere about there. Um but anyway, nonetheless, I'm your host, CEO Hayes. You can follow the podcast at The Awakened Soul or at Awakened Soul. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. Um, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns over anything you hear over the course of this podcast, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. And make sure you go to thebreaksmedianetwork.com, which this lovely podcast is a part of. The Breaks Media is the premier black-owned media company in all the land, we do podcasts, YouTube channels, written blogs, everything. Um, but enough plugging. Um, <laughs> this episode, we got a lot of things special for you. We actually have a new weekly segment that's debuting at the end of the show that I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, anyone who listened to the last week episode, you, you kind of, you, you know what's going on there a little bit. You know who's going to be doing the segment, but you don't really know what it's about. So we're going to be announcing it there. Um, we also have the return of the unpopular opinion, the revamped and refreshed unpopular opinion. That is also Scoop Grady is back with the petty news. Other than that, you have me doing my usual segments, uh, the In the Mind of Hay segment, which we'll be getting into in just a second, and our, our weekly discussion topic. And this week we have Kiana, uh, one half of the Dark Sugar podcast, um, that I'm really looking forward to, to getting into that conversation and delivering that to you guys. But that's it. This is The Awakened Soul. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into another musical break. And by the way, there's a theme to all the music this week for anyone who can catch on to it. Let me know. Just, yeah, reach out to me on those uh, social media handles I just plugged and let me know if you can figure out that theme. But nonetheless, we're going to go ahead and get into our next musical break. On the other side of that, we're going to get into my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind. That is the In the Mind of Hay segment. I'll see you guys on the other side. Most of you probably won't know that song. 
That's actually a song called Tylenol Island by Eminem. I just I just wanted to say that because, like I said, there's a there's a whole theme involved in the music this week. So if you have to do your research, I want you guys to have the tools available. But we're in the mind hey, so welcome to my dark and twisted mind. We usually talk about anything that's going on in the world that's on my mind, and we're going to start off. We have, I guess, some good news. Still sad. We have some much better news to talk about. But the first one that we're going to talk about actually is the Groveland Four being pardoned for anyone who's not familiar with the groveling four it was four young black men uh who were accused of raping and kidnapping a white woman in 1949 now this story um it goes all the way back to uh they they basically had no evidence against these young men and um they were either killed or in prison um one of them did get pardoned i think and was actually paroled in 1962 I think two of them were paroled. So fact check me on that one. But um, they were wrongly accused of kidnapping and rape uh, when the woman, the victim in this case, had even said that she's never met the men before. Um, And then one of them was actually arrested in another county at the time that they were supposed to be supposedly raping a woman, Um, a white woman, of course, you know, if that goes without saying back in 1949. But um, so these men have been pardoned. Um, posthumously for uh, for many of them, for all of them in this case, um, actually. But I think this just goes to show, you know, as we talk more about injustices, especially in the criminal justice system in this country, um, this is one of the biggest cases that displays that. And of course, you know, not to say that uh, even something this serious is it ha- happened a lot, but f- black men being blamed for something and being convicted without much evidence is something that's gone through the his history of this of this country especially since we've been free um so th- I, I wanted to mention it like i said it's 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 positive news but it's still sad because when you look at this and really think about um you know just the injustices that still happen and the discrimination that still happens like i said of course it's not this bad um as far as to these extremes but it's definitely like it's it's <sighs> It makes you happy that they recognize this, but it makes you sad that, you know, we've come far, but not really that far. So I wanted to mention that to start off the show. Um, another one that I wanted to mention. Um, so we're going to we're going to we're going to end with something great. Uh, I promise you, I promise you it's not going to be depressing or dark this whole time. But the um, this mute R. Kelly thing that's going around, he's actually uh, was denied a permit in the state of Illinois for a concert. Um, and this is just. In in the Surviving R. Kelly docu series, they talk so much about how he was almost untouchable, and we're seeing that completely come off now. Um, he's been, you know, there have been several, um, a, a few states that have said that they're, you know, pursuing actual charges against R. Kelly. Um, so we get this sick fuck out of here, like period point blank. We actually talk about the surviving R Kelly, uh, docuseries and the discussion topic. So I'm not really going to touch on much there, but I want to know how you guys feel about it. Um, for, for those that, cause I put out a poll on the breaks media, uh, earlier this week, asking if you can separate the art from the artist in the case of R Kelly. And let's get into the results of that specifically. So in that poll, I presented the question very plainly. Are you able to separate the actions of R. Kelly from his music? Surprisingly, um, 
there, 32% of the vote was yes, they are able. I, I expected it to be a lot more drastic to the no side. So 68% of the vote actually said, hell no, uh, the way that I worded that they cannot separate the two. Um, and like I said, we're this this whole thing, the, the Surviving R. Kelly doc, docuseries, it was just really exposing the iceberg, so to say. But it's just the tip of the iceberg of everything that's going to come out um, from it since. And definitely stick around for the discussion topic if you want to get more in-depth talk. You can also go to the past episode of The Burks Radio where me and Johnny talk about it as well there. Um, I said we were going to be R. Kelly free last week. I kept that promise to BJ, but this week it's, it's, it's R. Kelly's talked about pretty heavily in this show um so but let me know for anyone who didn't vote on that if you got any thoughts on you know r kelly's concert now i'm not being granted the permit to be able to do it if you think that he should be able to me personally um no i if if you if it's in the power for people to deny him to be able to have the concert then no he doesn't need to do it i mean it's it's a security risk if nothing else for the people involved because you just never know after now how the the response to this this series and surviving our killing information has come out it's just not safe um not for him not for the people around not that i care about his safety so to say um but he needs to be charged people need to be safe and even the people who can separate what he's done from his music those people need to be able to be safe as well and Who's just to be able to promise that? And safety concerns were one of the reasons why the permit was denied. So just let me know what you think about that. Should he still be able to have performed? Uh, do you think that is wrong for the the state of Illinois to block that from him? Um, but that's it. That's that's it on on those two things that are pretty heavy. We're going to go ahead and get into something that I'm very excited to talk about in, in, in on this segment. Missy Elliott officially is inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And it's just an amazing moment. It's an amazing moment for hip hop. It's an amazing moment for fans of Missy Ellie. But more importantly, not that not that she she deserved it, but I don't really think like we can say that she because people know Missy Elliott's contribution to the to music, not just hip hop. Like she's written for for everyone between groups and we already know Aaliyah Genuine, um produced for other rappers, um herself. Like she's just one of the, the most multi talented people ever in music can sing can rap can write can produce everything she's the quadruple threat as well as she can dance um, and just makes beautiful visuals on video she changed what the hip-hop video was um, in that era and a lot of times now people are still taking a lot of inspiration for what she was able to do in the in the 90s in the early 2000s with her music videos and you can see that that thread go through hip-hop now so can't speak enough just about what this means and how how much is deserved um women for a long time in hip-hop didn't get their just due and missy elliott is one of those people who just did everything in the music genre all over the board and so this is just a well-deserved moment um so for, for me from the breaks media from the awakened soul missy we just want to say it's well deserved we want to congratulate you for this honor and this is just one of many it's going to be a lot of hall of fame inductions for missy elliott over the next couple of years because she's gotten to that point now um where you, you you expect to start seeing a lot of that a lot of uh awards for what she's been able to do over the course of her career so um more power to her still looking forward to that album in 2019 um so yeah ageism, ageism in hip-hop be damned 
Uh, we're definitely, definitely uh, happy to see Missy Ellie. Let me know, what's your favorite Missy Elliott song? What's your favorite Missy Elliott video? I, I, I want to know. My, it's difficult because she's like, I think my favorite video of hers, huh? I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can pick one. Like really, it's, it's, it's crazy. My favorite Missy Elliott song is definitely the rain. Um, I just love that the, the beat, everything about that song. It's, it's, we started it off with it this week. It's, it's, it's definitely my favorite Missy Elliott song. Not to say that it's even necessarily the best, but it's definitely my favorite. If that makes sense to anyone. So let me know what your favorite of each that she's done for what's also your favorite song of hers that she's wrote she's written we'll be putting those polls up on the breaks media so let me know vote respond anything when you hear this if i haven't got the polls up by then because lord my hands are in so many things that sometimes i just i'm slow to the gun sometimes but that's it for the end of mine hey segment this week i've rented enough let me know what you think about any of the topics we covered if you want to hear and go more in depth um on any of them just let me know we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into a commercial break. And then on the side of that commercial break, we have the new and improved unpopular opinion. I'm really looking forward to this. And I'll catch you guys after that. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give it to me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> bed. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> And that's us. I mean, we four friends come together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Good morning to y'all. Happy Monday to you. How y'all feeling this morning? It's a brand new week, y'all. Let's set it off with an unpopular opinion. So, y'all, y'all ever been in the company of a person that constantly proclaimed that they're real? I mean, every other sentence is, because see me, I'm a real. See me, I keep it 100. I mean, so much so to the point where you just start to not believe that they're real. That is my unpopular opinion. I believe that those people are indeed fake. See, saying you real is like saying I love you. The more you say it without having action behind it, the less weight it holds. If we're being completely honest, I really don't feel like you can proclaim realness. It holds way more weight when it comes from your peers. Self-proclaimed realness pales in comparison to feedback from those around you. I mean, give somebody else a chance to come and tell me how real you are. Because your real me to set off at a honey when we first meet each other. And the more you continue to say I'm real, your real me to just drop and drop and drop. Because I know something about you. You're fake. And you know you're fake. And you're uncomfortable being fake. So you feel like the more you say it, the more people around you will start to believe it. And maybe you'll even start to believe it. Instead of taking that energy and putting it into becoming the person that you want to be. No worries though. Because it take all kind to make a world. Everybody not going to be real. And what does being real really even mean? 
What may be real to me may not be real to you. Impressing other people with your realness shouldn't be your primary concern. You should only be trying to impress yourself with your realness. So if your fakeness make you that uncomfortable, then change it. If you're only doing it to impress other people, then get comfortable with your fakeness. I can respect you way more if you just tell me that you're a fake person instead of trying to pretend that you're real. By definition, you're still keeping it on it. And that's all I have to say about that. This has been Unpopular Opinion with me, Pyatiana, the Around Electual Girl. Follow at Official ATL Girl on all social media outlets and subscribe on YouTube at Around Electual Girl. You got unpopular opinions? I want to know like Joe. Send them to aroundelectualgirl at gmail.com. I'm serving up hot morning tea seven days a week. You need a morning push? You know where to find me. Happy Monday to you. That was just amazing, wasn't it? Like, just just your dose of unpopular opinion, your dose of real, so to say, in that segment. I'm so excited for what's going to be coming from that segment going forward each and every week. Um, make sure you reach out, make sure you support, um, make sure you go and listen to her podcast as well and what she does. Like, make sure you do all of that, uh, that good stuff and really show out. I need the awakened soul listeners to show out for this one. Um, because I feel like I just signed the hottest free agent in the game. That's all I can say. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to, um, get into my thoughts on that. Like, yeah, I mean, it was all laid out there. It was all laid out. It, it, it doesn't need to be talked about. Show and prove, as some would say, the proofs in the pudding, as others would say. Um, I think that people get so caught up in saying and there's there's something to be said about communication. But the the proof is, like I said, in the pudding. It's all about the show. It's all about um, in that. Like I, I can say, for example, like BJ, who uh, from from Change the Subject podcast, make sure you go and check that out. But him driving to Columbus to actually sit down and meet with me. Like that, that's one of the most real things that I've experienced in podcasting. And that wasn't like easy for him. Like the fact that that, that love was shown and that desire to want to like sit down and meet with me face to face. And also, um, like Malcolm from fly paper mag here in Columbus, like just wanting to be involved in what the breaks media has going on, wanting to have those conversations. That's some of the most real shit I've been involved in since I've, done this podcast thing outside of the breaks media and everyone knows my love for oversaturated socially unacceptable i can dan uh from black law and legal lies like i think that our brotherhood is all shown and out in public but um yeah it's just it's it's a lot to be said about having those type of people around you who show and don't tell um so yeah yeah they they show instead of speaking so uh it's it's just refreshing um but nonetheless we're we're gonna get off that get off that we're getting sappy we don't do that here in the awakening so we don't get sappy but real talk shout out to all my brothers in podcasting and sisters in podcasting and make sure you go out and you show all the love possible for the new host of the unpopular opinion show that love that that because i'm telling you right now that was just that was just the beginning that um th- that segment is going to probably be one of the most popular segments on the Awakened Soul here in a second. Mark my words. Mark my words. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you how it is. We're going to get into another break. We're going to play another song. I will see you guys on the other side of this.
Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age. So it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane. I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses.com pod at gmail.com thank you Yo, 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 what up everybody? This is Scoop Grady with the Petty News. Thank you all for listening. What is going on? The first Petty News of 2019, y'all. Let's get it cracking. Future admits he wants more children and feels he sacrificed true love for his career. Oh, stop it, Dad. The only thing you sacrificed was Percocets and Molly for Sierra and a relationship. Now, Future is a decent rapper. I will never take that from him. But if you want true love, you want to, you want all this stuff... How the hell that's going to work? You don't even take care of your own son. But that's not my business. I ain't taking shots at him. I'm just speaking the facts, people. That is not making sense to me. You want true love? You got to start with your six-year-old kid. Put down the Percocets and stop looking for next. A judge is urging Keisha Cole to finalize her divorce or the case will be dismissed and she will remain married to Daniel Gibson. On Thursday, court documents were filed in the case informing Keisha Cole and Daniel Gibson, also known as Booby, that they need to update their they need to update the court of their status of their case. Neither of them has filed a single document in the case since October 2017. Keisha Cole's status, yes, I would love to move forward with the divorce. His lawyer needs to change his positioning in legal documents. I am not giving him full custody nor no damn spousal support. And I've asked him over and over to do so. The ball is in his court. Not No point intended. First of all, Daniel Gibson won't child support for what? Nobody told this man to stop playing basketball to do a rap career. Now, you know, damn well. First of all, he only came out with one song since I've heard him. And that was on Love and Hip Hop. And that was, mmm. He should have stuck. He should have stayed next to LeBron. He should have got back to the Cavaliers. He had a great jump shot. He didn't have a great punchline. That's the only problem. But uh, let Keisha Cole go. You know what I'm saying? Let her live her life with that little kid she got. And then he needs to go ahead and find another job or something. Because uh, loving hip hop chase only goes so far. Next. Somebody tweeted and said that Soldier Boy thinks he should be a part of the B2K reunion tour. Soldier Boy retweeted and said, I don't think I should be on that whack shit. First of all, Soldier Boy, you need to do something. Because I swear to God, you looking like David Ruffin out here. You look like you're full of coke, all right? I don't know if y'all seen Soldier Boy lately, but he, but he looked like a low budget Louisiana rapper. He looked really messed up out here. He looked like he'd been on drugs from Monday all the way to freaking Sunday. Okay, y'all? He's looking awful out here. Soldier Boy, you need to go ahead and do something and lay off the drugs. And last but not least, the petty question of the week. And the question is. If you go out with your friend to the casino and you ask to borrow $40 because you don't have no money on you and you win $400,000, how much do you give back to your friend? Ladies and gentlemen, that is the petty question of the week. If you go out with your friend to the casino and you forget to get money and ask to borrow $40 and you win $400,000, how much do you give back to your friend? Thank you all for listening. That is all we have for the Petty News Report. Once again, I am School Grady. Continue to follow Wake Your Soul. Y'all be cool. Have a great day. Yo, 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 that was the petty news from the one and only Scoop Grady. Um, but Scoop left out some big news from the petty news this week. And that is 
the one and only Scoop Grady himself got married this past weekend. Now, while I did not get an invitation to said wedding, it must have got left in the mail. I went ahead and I decided to crash the wedding and um, I, I recorded some footage. I actually recorded Scoop exchanging his vows. Um, here it is. Representative of Jesus Christ before Almighty God and in the name of the Father and of His Son, Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. That's what I was thinking. I now pronounce you one together. So Scoop was really, really excited to get married, as you guys can hear from that clip. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to Scoop Grady, though. Seriously, all jokes aside, Scoop, um, from the Awakened Soul, from the Breaks Media, brother, uh, we hope and wish you a very fruitful and positive marriage, man. And, you know, it. it <clears throat> I think sometimes as like as a brotherhood, we don't congratulate each other enough on stuff like this so I, I just really personally want to take some time out and just say i hope you guys have a very long and fruitful marriage and just love each other man like that, that's all it is love each other hear each other out um <laughs> just just happy wife happy life is that the saying is that what they say uh so whatever for whatever that's worth seriously though scoop man hats off to you brother i wanted to take some time out personally so that you can uh know man i'm happy for you but we are going to it's time to get into the actual discussion topic for this week, which I'm joined by Kiana from the Dark Sugar podcast. One half of that uh, podcast with her co-host, Rachel. It's just Kiana this week, though. Um, I work on trying to schedule with both of them to get back on um, to get them both on on some point in, in an episode in the future. But this one is a good discussion. It goes all over the place. We talk some Art Kelly, um, Michael Jackson donuts donuts somehow randomly pop up in there um it's a lot of stuff here it's it's a great awesome discussion so check it out and i will catch you guys uh right after a little bit more of music so i'll see you guys after this Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys follow me on any of my social media, you know I have been plugging the hell out of a, out of a podcast the last few weeks, and that's Dark Sugar. We have one half of the host of Dark Sugar in the building today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. How's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good. I am so excited to be on your show. Thank you, because this is, um, you know, really to Rachel and I, Kiana. And I'm one of the two co-hosts on the podcast, Dark Sugar. And it's a uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into the podcast itself uh, here shortly. But um, 
Yeah, because we got, we got a, a, quite a few things to discuss about the podcast. But before we get into that, it is your first time. For sure. I always, I always do an icebreaker um, for a first-time guest. And it's usually music-related. I usually mm. ask a simple question. <laughs> um, the, oh, it, no. it, And that is, and I, and I know, I know I, said, I told you I was going to ask one, but I didn't let you know exactly what it would be because I like catching people off guard. Um, the question is, if you had to pick no. three songs... <laughs> Three oh, okay. songs to go on the pod on the uh, on a playlist to, that represents your life. What would it be? That represents my life. Yes, my whole life. Yeah, currently. So they're not. You don't songs? have to. Yeah, just three Wait, songs. Yeah, just three. That current, like your current place in life right now. My, oh, my current place in life. I yeah. thought you meant three songs for like my entire life, no. like from birth till now. No, okay. we need like thirty then, at least. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Okay, right now, I'd say. Money by Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. Um Skateboard P with Big Sean and then somebody else. I forgot the other person. Have you heard that song? No. At least it's not really and you I'm haven't? not a big Sean. I'm not a big Sean. I hate Big Sean's voice. So usually if he's on the song, Wait. I avoid it. <laughs> oh. Okay. I mean, but it's a really good song, so you should just listen and just put that aside, maybe, because it's just a really good song. Um my last song would be um when the party's over by billy eilish okay yeah those are my three okay that's 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 what's up i can i can get with that i have to check out the big shine song just because you asked me to but i ah please yeah. okay so now if if i Thank don't you. like it i'm coming straight for you i'm just letting you know that you'll like it okay okay we'll see the song's uh, lit like i was just listening to it before like before oh, okay well fair enough um, but let's get into, yeah. let's, let's get into you and dark sugar podcast and, you know, shout out to Rachel. I'm, I'm sad she couldn't be here. Um, but we'll have time. I mean, I'm sure I'll get her on at yeah, some point. For sure. Um, but dark sugar, how did dark sugar start? Let's, let's start there. <sighs> okay. Dark sugar started because Rachel and I have these deep, can I cuss? Yeah, absolutely. Cuss on the show? Okay. We'd have these deep fucking talks. And usually we're in each other's cars or in her car or her house or something. And we just talk about such deep things. We talk about immigration. We talk about racism. And that's what we talk about all the time. And, um, you know, in college, we both became uh, more woke than we ever have been. And we would share that with each other. But we know couldn't really, like our other friends, it, it would, you know. So we would always think like, damn, what if we could include people that think how we think like over the Internet somehow? And then that's how we came up with. We should do a podcast. OK. How'd you come up with the name? Because I, I, one of the very first things that caught my eye uh, to even, even before I started listening to you guys was definitely the name. Because um, I, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it's just a, it's just a dope name. Wait, can I can I do something really quick? Yeah. Because I love how you just asked me that. I Okay, so I came up with a name. And I remember I was... Um, hold on. I'm looking for podcast topics. Wait, is this it? Oh, no. I don't have it. Sorry, sorry. Give me a second. I'm trying to find this note that I have in my phone where I'm brainstorming names for the podcast. And I want to show you the names, like the other names that I had, because they're ridiculous. Dang, but I don't think I can find it. But um, I came up with a name... And I had like, I had like weird other weird names on this list. I had like, um, um, colorblind no more, um, the negress, um, woke sisters, 
uh, like a whole bunch of crazy names. And I sent it to Rachel and she said, I like dark sugar and this other one that I had. And I'm like, okay, I like dark sugar too. Like, do you want to just go with dark sugar? And that's how we came up with the name. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. And you guys, uh, I don't know if you've posted it or not yet, but a new logo that, what do you think about that? Cause I know I kind of just threw that on, on you. I think it's so cute. I really like it. And Rachel had just said um, a couple weeks ago, she said, man, I really wish we could have a logo instead of because what we have now is just dark sugar, like on an Instagram script. Then I just screenshot it like that's our logo. (laughs) And I definitely wanted something more professional. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, wow. And, you know, logos change and they evolve. So for this being our next one, I thought it was it looked really nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But um. Uh, the next thing that I have on here to talk to you about is goals. So we got how it started. We know it's a, you guys have some, some deep conversations, kind of like, I like, I love having those type of conversations here. Um, but what, what are your goals for 2019? I know you guys, you, when, when did you officially start? It was only, it's only, you've only been around for a few months, right? Yeah, we started um, in November of 2018. So yeah, just, yeah, it's crazy. Just, what is that? Three months now? Yeah, not that yeah. long. But um, our goals for 2019 are to definitely widen, um, you know, our fan base, because we noticed when we first launched the initial wave of people that were listening to us was so crazy. Um, You know, so we definitely want another big, uh, you know, heightened base like that. So I think that's for sure our goals. Another one of our goals is just more photo shoots. And, you know, we both um, were on breaks with our jobs at the time of the part, the typical work schedule. We don't have time. So we're trying to figure that out as well. Um, yeah. So it's just to keep the ball rolling in 2019, honestly. So, so are there any um, topics that you're really looking like specifically looking to get get into in 2019? Um, yeah, for sure. We're definitely looking because uh, when we first launched, we asked um, a couple of times like what people wanted to hear. We have a list of some things and some that some things that we came up with ourselves. And so I think we want to do more of the ones we came up for ourselves now versus the ones that you know were sent to us. Um, we definitely want to talk about the R. Kelly situation on our podcast. We definitely want to talk about immigration. Um, in Arizona, how racist Arizona is, for one. Like, we want to really go in on things that we talk about on, like, a daily basis in our lives. That's what's up. I think, and I think, too, like, with getting into the deeper uh, topics a lot, it's it's not hard at all, at least not for me. I don't think that it's hard because those are things that we all need to talk about. But I think sometimes people are slower to, like, hop into something that's so deep all the time. But it's needed. And I and that's uh, I, I told you that, like, when I first heard your show, like, that's it's topics that are that are needed. And people will always mm-hmm. eventually come to it because for mm-hmm. a long time, our, our culture, our people just didn't have those conversations openly. And I love, like, how you guys started off and, with, like, not being afraid to talk about mental health. So th- those yeah. things are going to definitely take you far. Yeah, for sure. I I definitely agree. And, you know, Rachel and I, we have no... That's our, th- our, our, our kind of slogan for the podcast is we talk about everything over here because we really do. And we don't give a shit. We really don't care. And like and the, the stuff we would say on the podcast is definitely something that if the other person were open, you know, we would go in. But a lot of people aren't. So to the people that are, we want to reach out to them. And if people are curious and they want to listen, we want them to listen, too. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> so if 
if like I said, a lot of this may pe- like my listeners may already be familiar with because I know they follow me. But you guys are now officially part of the Brooks Media, the Brooks Media Network, which Woo-hoo. I heavily recruited you guys for. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> what, what what's been your thoughts about joining the network? I know it's still really really fresh. I know I don't even know if you guys officially yeah. dropped the episode since you've officially joined. But what do you just think about that venture? We well, you know the reason why you had to try so hard is because. <laughs> we had just launched and we I I was like this is so shady like we just launched and this random guy wants us to join and I was like did he really listen like I low-key we were like is this a scam so we were like we had to do a little digging and do our research and we were like oh okay it's legit he just he's being very gracious and nice to you know widen our platform like that and really believe in us and you know uh, give us that new platform because you know um i don't i don't know what you've done for us so far i don't know we would have gotten there but i don't know if we would have gotten there so soon you know what i mean yeah i mean that and that's that's what i'm here for like that's that's legitimately what i'm here for is to take what i've learned and doing this for quite a few years and help bridge that gap because like god knows when i first started if i would have known or even like if i would have had someone to kind of guide me like i like I try to do, and I still don't have all the answers. I'm still, I still figure out a lot of stuff as I go, but it would have just been such a, a great help. So that's what I, that's what mm-hmm. I try to be. So mm-hmm. it's much appreciated. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad someone realizes it around. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that was, a, it's, it, it, it is crazy because I know, I know that just thinking about it, like if someone would have reached out to me, like after my first or second episode, and was like, "Hey, like think about this, this, and this," I'd have been like, "Man, what the hell? What, what, what's the deal?" So I, I can understand it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so um, I mean, we've talked about your show. Is there anything else like before we get into um, some of the topics, the uh, two topics that we were going to discuss? Uh, is there anything else like with podcasting, your show, or anything that you want to talk about? Like, oh, well, that, that's I didn't ask you that question yet. It's my fault. Um, I'm acting like a novice interviewer here. Um, what have you learned about yourself since starting Dark Sugar? I definitely have learned that I have. Um my own unpacking to do as someone that claims to be woke, which I still do. And within that is understanding that you may, the things that you're, you know, calling out, you may be um, one of those people that do it too. And you just don't know it. So I've definitely learned that. And within that, I've learned that, you know, not everyone's perfect and we all have, you know, our own things that we need to work on, on a daily basis. Do you find that podcasting is therapeutic? So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, I'm very open with my mental health. So with someone that has anxiety like I do, um, talking things out is so helpful. Like and I and Rachel and I are the same where I have to talk about something a couple times before I'm like done talking about it (laughs) because I need to get it out. I need to think about it. I need to have someone else's ideas. And, you know, we need to go back and forth. And Uh, you know, all my friends are like that. So with the podcast, it's just another opportunity to get my feelings out. Um, You know, it's like writing without the paper. And I I like to write, but you know, I always don't have the time like that or the paper and pen on me. So to be able to do that with technology the way that it is and have people listen and they don't have to be in front of me is definitely therapeutic. That's what I I feel the same way. Like for me, I've, I've, I'm, and I'm still extremely introverted. That's just my personality, but I've learned to come out of that when, when necessary, I've learned to 
like branch out and and build relationships and stuff. And that that hasn't always been me. So that's been therapeutic in that sense. And also just 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 getting stuff off my chest sometimes like through podcasting, I've realized like I don't always like I not to be PC and I've never really been the most. A uh, person who states things like to be PC, but now it's just like you know what? This is my thoughts. Deal with it. Like I'm. Let's have that conversation. If you don't agree, let's let's figure out why. Maybe I can learn something. Maybe you can learn something. And I think that mm-hmm. having that platform for that has definitely been therapeutic for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what I was gonna ask, I had a question, but it completely just slipped my mind. Um, if it comes back to me, we'll get back into it. But uh, you ready to jump into? And I, I skipped talking about it last week, but I've gotten a lot of requests. So we got to talk about some of the R. Kelly stuff. And now there's a, like a Michael Jackson documentary mm-hmm. that people are talking about. Um, now yeah. I know you, I know you, you like many other people, um, Johnny from uh, my other podcast, the breaks radio actually has made the decision not to watch it, which I completely understand mm-hmm. the support for anyone, but a lot of this has already been public information. So like, what do you think about like it now just, kind of being um, reinvigorated and just everything, the the people that are talking about it on social media and the new eyes mm-hmm. are be, being put on it because, you know, for me, a lot of this information has been out, but hearing it from the victim's right. mouths definitely put a face to it. And I think that's why so many right. people are touched by it now. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's like really fucking disappointing as a community, as a black community. Um, and even for myself, because as someone who, claim to not really fuck with R. Kelly, I was still listening to Ignition. Not any of his new shit, because I'm like, fuck that, because I know what, I've heard enough stories about what he does that I was like, okay, I'm not going to support you. Yet, when it came on the radio, I would still listen to it, you know? And now I know that I want no part in that either. Um, But it's just really fucking weird, to be honest. The whole, the reaction from our community to, for some people not to, to not give their comment in the documentary, why not? Why, why are, what are you scared of? Your fear is nothing compared to the impact that you could have if you were to speak up right now. And I feel like they support him, like 50 Cent, that weirdo. He supports him, even though he knows what he's doing, too. Um, and, you know, so we should all know better. We all knew. I, I even talked about it with my mom, who doesn't really watch the news, isn't into social media. And she's like, oh, yeah, girl, they've been doing that shit since the 90s. And I'm like, wow, even like my even my mom knows there was no there was no argument there. Like she's on what everyone else knew about. And, you know, for people to really not say anything or not want to speak out or believe him, you know, it's really weird. It should it should not be. This is a topic. Sexual assault is a topic that should not be an argument. The fact that I can go back and forth with somebody on sexual assault, you know, that has to change. It really does. It, it does. And I think that... Uh... And this, this is where I get frustrated. That's why, like, even if I'm I'm someone who I, if I'm tagging something, I have no problem ever discussing, like, almost anything uh, on yeah. social media or whatever, jumping into conversations. But one thing that I will not and have never is anyone to try to support, uh, ignore, or mm-hmm. classify mm-hmm. away any, any type of, like sexual assault rapists of any kind Mm -hmm. like it's 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 stuff that i i just personally it it does trigger me and you know i did the same thing when it was kevin spacey when it was um yeah bill cosby like it's no like there's no reason to support that there's no reason to say let's turn a blind eye to it and i got so upset like when people of in our community in our culture try to say well you know 
Bill Cosby shouldn't go to jail because they didn't they haven't sent such and such to jail yet and they're white. Like, no, how about they both just need to go to jail? Like we're not gonna yeah, I'm both, not gonna say that's what they yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, I you're fine, you're them. fine. And it, it's just it's frustrating. And I'm like, listen to what you're saying. You're basically saying, Hey, let let's let this rapist off because this other one hasn't been charged yet. Like in what world does that make sense? I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't get into those conversations because I'm just, it's just mm-hmm. going to devolve into me calling people idiots and that's never pr- productive, but I really have no other response to it. Like, that's just an idiotic statement in my opinion. Yeah. People like that are fucked up. I don't have no problem. They're fucking idiots. Sorry. Sorry. They are. And you know what? This reminds me of the Chris Brown situation when people were like, well, Maybe she deserved it. Well, like maybe, you know, she made him angry or whatever. You know what? R. Kelly actually was in Phoenix um, last. It was last year, maybe in December, November. And me and my friends, we were going to go out in the club we were going to go to. He was going to be at. And she said, hey, I really want to go here. R. Kelly is going to be there, like performing or hosting or whatever. And we were all like, "Uh, no. Yeah, no. Why? I don't even want to be anywhere near him. That's like going to a Chris Brown concert and being like, oh, girl, I got backstage tickets to meet him alone. Alone, He could rock your shit. You would be with him alone? Really? Exactly. And, and that's because we we have this weird, yeah, like you said, blind eye towards sexual assault, you know, um, domestic violence towards women. It's different for some reason. Yeah, and I think, too, it's, it's like this thing where people are using the fact that, oh, she was a teenager. She she knew not to do it or she knew not to be there. And people forget like as a what teenager, you're exactly like your mind is like any, any one who doesn't understand how an adult can, can con or convince a teenager to do something they don't really feel comfortable doing or use their power against them, especially someone in R. Kelly's situation. You're yeah. an idiot. like, it's just like, how, how, do you, how are you not yeah. getting this? That's why it's called rape. There's no consent. There, There's no, no, there's no underage. If you're underage, that's no consent. And that's what people also don't understand. And it, and that's just, and then, oh, oh my God, he's just such a fucking pet. Okay. The worst, not, well, sorry, I'm not trying to level out which one is worse, which, or whatever, but, um, sexual assault towards children is so fucking gross to me. And I was reading actually an article on all of R. Kelly's um, charges and, you know, lawsuits and people suing him in the, you know, starting with the really in the 2000s, early 2000s, all that shit. And it was definitely child one, one charge is child pornography. And I'm like, um, okay, you support someone that does that. Like, that's really gross. Yeah. It's, it's, it's disgusting. And it's just it's just frustrating man it it just really is but i do want to talk about another aspect of it um cuz coming out and i know you haven't seen the documentary but the it it it's really the pe- there's some people around him that also need to be charged um there was like his For road sure. manager it, it was For his sure. road yeah yeah it's his road manager that admitted on the documentary to forging documents uh that said leah was 18 so that they could legally get married. Like he forged documents and he's sitting here on this documentary admitting this and then smiling, thinking, thinking back about the day they got married. Like it's a happy moment. And I'm just thinking like, you're just as sick. Like in my opinion, that makes you just as sick. Yes. Yeah. All, you know, just being affiliated. It's yeah. It's so disgusting. Oh God. Yeah. It's really gross. And I feel the same way about people that, you know, still support him now through his music or through his whatever. And that, and that and that gives us to, into the next thing, like in a big big conversation that's happening now, separating the artist from the art, and like in what degree can you do that in um, 
to me, something like, I don't know, like if if an artist got into a fight with another or, or did some stuff, I don't know, like even if they stole like another artist's music, like, I, OK, I may be able to still listen to your art, your music. But when it comes to like art kelly specifically like some of your songs now basically have been shown to be about some of the crimes you were committing but i can't separate that i can't separate that at all so i'm like i'm done with art kelly music yeah no and you know it was the same with kanye when he fell off i was like whoop nope nope i don't when he when he said that really derogatory comment towards amber rose that was like the first that was like when it really first started that's when i was like oh no yeah you're done and you know not that i haven't listened to his music since but i really try not to because i just don't support his values yeah yeah and it's it depends on the level like for me with kanye i i always said like the whole him supporting trump his his political leaning is would never make me affect like how i think about his music it's the other statements like the slavery is a choice and just some of the classism of uh, type mindsets that he has where he just is really not in tune with his own people when he says things that are just offensive to the culture as a whole that's when i, I have to start questioning if i'm gonna rock with you vote for who you want to vote for i, I for me what? personally wait, I, wait, 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 yeah, wait wait so, wait 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 no 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 wait 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 hold on uh-huh. hold on so you don't judge anyone off of who they vote for the the reason why is because there are there are so many black rappers or black artists in general who lean republican it, it's 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 an, that's no, no, not, not party voting for voting oh well for. you're saying specifically because of trump trump okay trump with me for me personally with my my ideals on trump is he's an idiot like he's clear and and some of it isn't even him like i i really think he's being used himself in in a lot of cases by the the bigger republican party but for me with the kanye thing him voting for trump it it was like whatever cuz there there are more there are young and i guess it's cuz like my sister's boyfriend he's real he's young like they're they're 10 years younger than me so he's 22ish 23ish he was a Trump uh-huh. supporter and I got to sit down and have conversations with him. And I think there's a lot of people who need to be more like, I think what Trump did is he captured a lot of the young people, a lot of young black people too, who are just now getting into politics and they don't really understand politics as a whole. So me and my mindset and knowing that and looking at the bigger picture there, I will, I will talk to those people all day. I will try to educate them all day, but it's not going to make me cancel someone's music because of their political leanings for me personally. Oh my God. Okay. That's so interesting. I totally disagree because I remember, first of all, I think you don't have to know politics and you're just voting for, okay. So let me give you an example. So whatever year, um, George Bush, George Bush, George Bush first ran, was it 2000, 2001 or something? Yeah. What year was it? Do you remember? I believe. I believe it was 2000. 2000. Okay. So when did he, when did he run the second time? Was that 2004, five? That would have been 2004, 2005. Yeah. Okay. So I was in fourth grade. I remember my school did a vote on who we wanted to vote for. And we voted for, was it John Kerry that was running against him? Mm, Yes. I want to say yes. Me too. Okay, so we all voted for John Kerry because we all knew collectively as a fourth grader, so what am I, nine turning ten, that George Bush doesn't like black people. George Bush is a little racist. And I'd rather vote someone for someone who I feel is not racist than someone who is racist because the evidence that he was 
is racist, was there. If you support him, I don't support him and I know it. So that means that when I see him on the TV, I turn a little faster. You actually watch it. So so for me, I definitely look at people a little different. And I've had friends that I've been friends with for a long time. And then as we grow up and I'm like, oh, okay, who are you voted for? You know, who did you vote for? And they're like, oh, I voted for Trump. And I'm like, um, and low key, I'm not very close with them mm-hmm. now because the people I surround myself with, they're just just morality speaking. We got to be on the same page. You know, you my homegirl, but, you know, you're cheating on your boyfriend. So low key, I don't do that. So I don't want to fuck with you because <laughs> I don't want to be around that. I, you know, it's all about your vibe, your energy. That's energy. I don't want that. So if you support someone that's racist, I don't want that. No, no. Sorry. Hi. Bye. <laughs> no, I feel you. But that and that's where it gets into like. I don't like the broad strokes because there are some people who do support Trump that even though that they they support or maybe agree with some of his political stances, they still call him out on his on his racist comments. So that's why I say, like, for me, it's not it's not a blanketed. No, it's a okay. now now let's have a conversation so I can know where you are. May not still agree with you. You may not agree with me walking away. Oh, okay. you're just you're just more compassionate, I feel, because I don't I don't give a fuck why they think the way they think. Like, I don't care. See, and, and that, it's not even it's not even necessarily. <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's not even necessarily like compassionate because I'm very much not a compassionate person, but it's more well, so I like that's compassionate. You're listening to like you're like l- literally listening to bullshit for like, I don't know how long the conversation is. I feel like that's very compassionate. <laughs> I mean, let it's, that person it's be heard. You're giving them a platform. It's more so for me. So I feel, this is how I look at everything. And I say this all the time on my podcast. Like, even if I disagree with someone, I feel like if I in having the conversation and me spill, spilling my my mindset and where I am, them talking about where theirs, theirs are. When I walk away from that conversation, I have another weapon in my toolbox for when to combat what I don't agree with you. So now I can say, OK. This is how they're attacking. This is how the other side is attacking this this situation. This is why they're supporting this. This is where their mind is. So now when I go to speak against that, I just have another tool in my toolbox. So that that's why I, I never I try never to <laughs> shun away someone. It's specifically yeah. with political stuff. It's because now I can say that way the next time I go and I'm and I'm talking to a young person and they're asking me about politics and they don't really know about it, I can say, All right, this is this is what a Trump supporter will tell you. This is what a Republican supporter yeah. will tell you in general. This and this is this is why we don't agree with this. So it's not just one side. I feel like you always give people both sides of something and you let them then you let them make the determination, but you have to give them both sides because I feel like b- voting anything blindly or going to anything blindly. That's what I try to g- come against with this podcast is is don't just shun yourself away from the other opinion. That doesn't mean you have to agree with it. it doesn't mean you have to walk away even liking the person, but you have you have more information now at your disposal. Yeah. Uh, okay. I see what you, I see what you mean, and it's really funny because Rachel and I actually do that to each other. Like when we're talking. We'll we'll just like talk it out to the point where like when it comes up, I know what to say because I've already talked to her about it. Um, you know, and we've sorted our own thoughts out. But yeah, <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel, and I'm in. <laughs> no, I feel where you're coming from because, and I and I absolutely. That's why I say that's what works for me. I understand that it doesn't work for everyone because sometimes mm-hmm. some things you just don't want to give your energy or time to even listen to because you know to you. It's just bullshit. Like regardless, like there's nothing mm-hmm. you, anyone can say to you about it to where you can be like, okay, I feel like that was worth my 15 minutes. Sometimes you just like, you know what? It's not even worth my time. So I can understand it. 
you know, the way I look at it, it's like this. How many... Okay, so when we hear about a former KKK member, right? Mm-hmm. Someone that used to be in the KKK, we, and they do a whole interview, documentary, and it's like a big fucking deal. It's because that shit doesn't happen. Usually once you're racist, you're set. Oh, you're racist and you're 40 years old? Oh, I'm not trying to argue with you, sir. Nope. You're in it deep. Nope. <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not trying... I'm gonna leave you over there. Sorry. Because if you don't know by now, it's 2019... And you're still in the 60s and on or whatever, you know, like, wow, I, you know, that's how I sometimes look at it. And it could be, and it's also sometimes with me, that's to me, that's almost, it could be like, that's you know, hardcore Republican on like, oh, let me, let me hear what you think. And let's try to talk. No, you're what? No, you're good. You know, if you don't like donuts, I'm not trying to convince you to like them. Tell me why you don't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and donuts are fucking good. Like, how can you not like donuts? Yeah, if somebody honestly doesn't like donuts, like at all, like a hard no on any donut, I, I can't get with you. Donuts are my cheat are my my cheating pass constantly. It doesn't matter if I are if I <laughs> it does not matter. If there's a donut, I'm gonna eat it. If it's like anything else, I'm like Kiana, you can't like Wait till your no. Wait till your cheat day. Don't do it. But if it's a donut, I gotta have a donut. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? I don't care. You, just I donuts. just like <laughs> vanilla frosted donuts with sprinkles on it. If you got one of those, I'm good. Well, uh, okay, I, I can get with it. I, my my personally it could be is anywhere. Chocolate Long John for me, like all, all day, any day, personally. So, but no, it's the vanilla frosted cupcake. I mean. <laughs> It's like a cupcake. That's why I like it. And I love vanilla cupcakes with sprinkles. So that's why I like that donut so much. Well, there you go, people. If you ever want to buy her a donut, now you know. Yeah, please. There's a really good donut place. My memory's bad, so I don't remember the name. But there's this really good donut place in Phoenix. And they they have all these creations and all these different kinds of donuts. You can have donut, ice cream sandwich, all that shit. And I went with my friend and she was like, are you seriously getting the same fucking donut you would get at Circle K? Like you have all these options and you're getting the, you're making them make you this. I don't even think that donut was on the list, but I was like, yo, can you make me vanilla frosted donuts and put sprinkles on it? They're like, yeah. And so anyway, done with the donut. Back <laughs> to R. Kelly. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think we're pretty much done R. Kelly. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about is, uh, yeah. so there, there's Wait, been, sorry. you're fine. There's been, a, um, <laughs> news that, uh, Michael Jackson documentary is being made about his whole, uh, sex abuse scandal and everything going on there, the trial and everything. Um, what are your opinions there? Because I, I, while I still don't agree or I don't excuse any of it, but I think that the Michael Jackson and the R. Kelly thing are different in the fact that Michael Jackson did go to trial. Um, but what do you what do you think about this documentary coming? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'd watch it because I think I, I remember being super little um, when that whole scandal like really blew up. I think it was in the early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just remember my friends who would watch South Park. I wasn't allowed to watch South Park. Not that I would have anyway. I think that show is so fucking dumb. Anyway, but a lot of iconic things from South Park. And one of them is when they did a portrayal of Michael Jackson. And I remember my talking about it because it was on South Park. And that he was a child. They were like, oh, he's a fucking child molester, dude. And I was like, what? And so, uh, you know, I, so 
so that's the only exposure South Park Michael Jackson that I had about you know the whole scandal so I'd love to get you know a little um documentary on that American Horror Story style or whatever you know I'd love to watch something like that did did you just say American Horror Story style (laughs) (laughs) okay wait no my memory is so bad. Okay, I did say that, but what I meant was okay, it's because wait, no, 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 wait. Listen, listen to my train of thought. Let me tell you how I got there. So Ryan Murphy, he's the guy that did Glee, and so he did American Horror Story. And then he's also producer of you know the OJ, um, the OJ documentary on Netflix, and then the one they did of Gianni Versace. Mm-hmm. Okay, what what is the name of the show? Oh, um, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Oh, crap. Now that you asked me. It's, murder, it's... no. Killing, no. Um, The tragic murder, no. That's the Johnny Versace. Damn it. Uh, uh, fuck see, for her memory loss. The OJ Simpson show was what? Oh, yes, crap. the OJ one too. This is stupid. Wait, can I be uh, on no. the... Can we... No, I got a American crime up. story. So American crime story. That's what it is. Yes, American crime. Yeah, that's what I meant to say, but I said American horror story. And you notice how I just stuck with it. I didn't even <laughs> try to correct myself. I was like, nope, I said it. I'm sticking with it. Whatever. They could take it how they want to take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That I can get with. Speaking, shout okay, out to Ryan sorry. Murphy. Ryan Murphy is like one of the most talented. I don't is yeah. he a, he's a producer technically but yeah he I love almost everything he makes. I've never seen Glee though. Never seen Glee so. Oh my god. Glee was lit. Oh my god. I loved Glee. I would go from my best friend my best friend's house. I almost said her name. I'm trying to keep it keep everybody anonymous. I went over to my best friend's house in high school and we watched Glee and she had cable and I didn't have cable so I'd go to her house and watch it and we watched every every episode up until Finn died and I was like what's the point? <laughs> See, I don't. I have no reference to even know who that is. So, oh I mean. my god, get with it. So wait a he second, people. People died on Glee. Yes, he died. No, no, no. He died in real life, so he had to die in the show. Oh, see, uh, see that that just goes. I know nothing about Glee. Nothing at all. The only yeah. thing I know about Glee is the guy who plays Flash on the Flash TV show used to be on Glee. Outside of that, I know nothing. Flash TV show. Oh, yeah. um, Grant Gustin. Wait, Flash. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't Grant know who Gustin. you're talking about. Wait, what's his name? Grant Gustin is the actor's name. Who did he play on Glee? It must have been a minor character because I don't know that name. Oh, wait, no. Nope. I don't know that name. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, you should watch Glee. Okay. There goes another suggestion. I just got all suggestions coming out from this episode. So I'm just going to content, got got content to consume. Um, But back, yep. to, back to the Michael Jackson thing. I, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, I may even talk about it here. I, I, I really, I hope they go really in depth. Like you, you made the comparison to the, to the American crime story thing. And if they do it in that style, then yes, I, I definitely, um, that would definitely be lit. Be and they should get that Michael Jackson impersonator guy that was on the Wendy Williams show. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Write this down. Look it okay. up. Michael Jackson, J-A. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Wendy Williams. And you need to see this guy. He looks like, um, uh, I think his vibe is Thriller Days. He lo- okay. That's who he, he looks like, Michael then. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, he should if, do that. There you go. I mean, if he has the acting chops to do it. Oh, and Grant Gustin played... Sebastian on Glee from 2011 to 2013. I don't know if that was after you fell off or not. Sebastian. Yeah. Sebastian. Oh, oh, you know what? I think, um, I think 
the guy that played Finn. My memory's so bad. I don't even remember his name. He he died, I think, in 2011. Okay. So you may not so even got to see stopped watching that was like very tragic in my life i'm not even lying it felt like someone i knew died and i was like holy shit that's deep it, it, i mean Corey hey, monteith we... yeah Corey monteith wait let me yes. see when he died oh he died 2013 so i was still watching so who's sebastian uh no 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 we can't move on to like <laughs> <laughs> sebastian glee because i'm so upset i don't know who this is or i do in his name Oh, he was one of these. Oh, he's one of these guys. Okay, yeah, minor character. I didn't play these guys any mind. They're assholes. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, that's funny. <laughs> oh, man, we've talked about everything. Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, Trump, Glee. Like, we've just been all over the place. I really, hey, I like Yeah, this, this is why Rachel and I time ourselves. <laughs> oh, you guys said a timer? That's funny. Sometimes we do, or we'll say, like, or we have our podcast. Like, we have to talk about... Like, we have to talk about it in depth before we do it. And so sometimes I feel like, damn it, is this scripted? Because we'll have, like, little notes, I swear to God. Or else we'll do what we just did now. And, and what's the title? Um, Introduction to Dark Sugar. Uh, a little bit more about me as we talk about R. Kelly and Glee <laughs> and Michael Jackson. And then people would be like, what the fuck? So, we, yeah, definitely have to... You know, I've I've seen, you know, definitely even some of yours are, like, almost an hour long, no? Yeah, yeah, they're I, I always hover around an hour, fifteen, hour and a half. Nah, <laughs> I mean, unless someone wants to listen to us, like go from topic to topic. But sometimes we don't make any sense when we do that. But see, and mine's <laughs> we're different. talking about so many things. Yeah, mine's different. In the fact that my show's segmented, so I like have defined segments, and I'm not on every segment. So even though like people right, bounce around, yeah. so it's it's a little it's a little different there. But I I can okay, understand. Yeah. I guess when, when I first started and I didn't have the segments, it was just me. Like some of my shows went like two hours and I was just like, you know what? I got to get a handle on this shit. Cause this is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, Hey, that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you want to leave the listeners with you? Definitely tell them where they can find you before you go. But anything left on your mind before we go ahead and, and go home. No, I got to close it off. Cause if you, I get started again, it's going to be <laughs> another hour and we're trying to let the people go home and you know go back to whatever they were doing but um you our main platform is instagram that's where you can see most of our pictures and you know um we really try to contact get in contact with our fans on there and you can listen to us on soundcloud google play uh what am i forgetting what am i forgetting oh spotify (laughs) there you go okay stitcher Uh, apple Podcasts, tuned in and soon to be iHeartRadio. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about those. I'm not, these apps and stuff are so like I feel like a little grandma. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck is this? Like Twitter, I don't get Twitter still. I don't get I'm like, what the fuck? Do I just like say what I think every two minutes? Like I just don't know. <laughs> Twitter is you got you got to make Twitter what you want it to be like because you'll get caught like I think when I first because I was never really on Twitter before I started the podcast and like there are times where I end up being on there all day so like I've I've had to learn to be like okay you know what I'm gonna talk about whatever and then once I'm done I'm out like I'm not even gonna open the app I don't care what notification I get I'm out and that, that's that's kind of how you have to do it right? and uh, See, no I, that's not even my issue I don't think I understand how to work Twitter enough to get there I'm not even there. Oh. 
I'm not even where you are. I understand where you are because that's how I was with Tumblr in college. I would literally be on Tumblr for like three plus hours. I'd stay up so fucking late on Tumblr. But if I didn't catch the wave on Tumblr, I probably wouldn't have been on it. Probably wouldn't have under. Oh, no, because I had to learn how to do Tumblr and then I was on it for a really long time. So if I learned Twitter, how to tweet, how to do Twitter, I'd get it. I mean, what the fuck? I know how to tweet, but like, I just don't get anything else. The retweet, the reply, the whatever, RT. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> it's, well, 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 you know what? Because we can, we can really, that can get into its own thing. We'll talk about that off air. We'll go ahead and end. Um, but yeah, Twitter is just a, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, anything left? Oh, tell, tell them where they can find you uh, specifically. If you want, if you are opening to people following you individually, do you want them just to follow the podcast? Um, you can, I'm not, you can go to dark sugar podcast on Instagram. And from there we have our Instagram <laughs> handles. And the, the reason why I'm saying that is because I forgot Rachel. <laughs> it's like Ray base. I swear to God, I have short, I'm not lying. I do have short term memory loss. This is, this is it. You're seeing it right now. Like, I'm not joking. I can't remember my best friend's Twitter. But mine is Kiana Blast. See? Because I know my name. Hers isn't her name. If hers was her name, I'd know it. But <laughs> go to Dark Sugar Podcast and you can um, find our handles and individually follow us from there. There you go. Check these ladies out. Like I said, I've said it before. And I think almost every social media platform I got, it's going to be big 2019 for Dark Sugar. I can pretty much guarantee it. So I'm happy that I'm there along for the ride. I was there. I was able to get in on the ground floor, people. I've been there since episode one. I can actually say that. Yay. <laughs> you want a cookie? <laughs> A donut. We just talked about this. Clearly, it's oh, a donut. Yeah. Want a donut? <laughs> you want a prize for that? <laughs> well, everyone. <I'm> <laughs> thank you for listening. I will catch you guys right after this break. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, aka Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, aka Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies podcast, podcast. a weekly legal podcast. For the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. What's good, beloves? This is Queen Poison coming to you with a bit of soul food. Because ultimately, I want you to be a better version of you. So the topic on the plate is, are you the company that you keep? Meaning, are you dealing with people who are good for you? People that you can keep around, people who are like-minded, who bring positive things to your table. Or are they negative people draining you, taking you through the drama, through the motions, just sticking around for the longevity of said friendship, but not really bringing any loyalty. These people, can you say that they're friends, that they're family, that you love them wholeheartedly and it's reciprocated? Are you able to learn from these people? Can they learn from you? Are they bringing some knowledge to you? 
Because, you know, we all need to learn something at some point in time. We don't need people that'll be yes men, that'll stick around just for the sake of sticking around. We don't need nobody to take up space if they're not contributing. Also, with these people, can they communicate? Or is it always a confrontation whenever you speak to somebody? It shouldn't be like that. It's okay to agree to disagree, but us as people, we have to be able to have some level of communication, effective communication. Do you do wellness checks with these people? Do they do wellness checks with you? Are they asking you, hey, how are you doing mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically? Are you good? If not, how can I help you get there? You know, how can we get each other there? If you're a creative or an entrepreneur, have they said, hey, I may not have the money on me right now to support your business or your dreams or your goals, but what's the information so I can pass it along to the next person? Are they looking out for you really? If not, why are you keeping them around? I mean, it's a whole new stage in this life. I'm not saying that, you know, it's not good to keep people around because you love them, but it got to be more to life than just loving people and letting them take up space. We're trying to progress. We're trying to be better. We're trying to do better. And when you know better, you do better. So with that being said, take care of yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 84 of The Awakened Soul. That was our newest segment. That is Soul Food from the one and only Queen Poison, author of Naked. Um, So we're just leveling up all over The Awakened Soul dope segments um new new co-host in the building um first time guest this week as well like we're like i said we are leveling all the way up as long as with the breaks media make sure if you listen to the awakened soul if you enjoy what i do make sure you go and follow the breaks media make sure you go and subscribe to the breaks media podcast network where you will get my podcast all the ones I'm a part of, as well as Technical Foul. Okay, so listen, Tea Time from I'm Just Saying, Extra Regular, The Inside Scoop, Dark Sugar, who was on here. Like, you get every every one of the podcasts. Um, also, a few uh, a few screws loose. I know I'm, I'm probably missing some other ones. Like, go and subscribe. Um, and go and check out the website, thebreaksmedianetwork.com. We've been working hard on that. That's it. I mean, that's this week's episode. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, but more importantly than me, you can follow the podcast at the Awakened Soul Pod or just at Awakened Soul Pod, depending on what platform you're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the Awakened Soul Pod at gmail.com. And lastly, you can leave us a voicemail or text us 614-547-2039. This has been episode 84 of The Awakened Soul. Stay tuned after the outro music for a special conversation me and Kiana had about Sprint. Um, it's just a funny one. So stay on board after the outro music if you want to hear that one. But otherwise, I'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. In the Bentleys, in the Rose Rolls Playing hardballs with the Platinum Visa Is that your car, the SKA? Are you riding alone? Can I be your date? Come get me, get me Don't diss me, don't trick me Got 
got some friends, can they come too? Can you hook them up with some boys like you? A hot boy, a, hot boy, a rock boy, a rock boy, a top boy, and I like those hot boys. You got what I want. Think y'all be driving Lexus Jeeps and the Benz Jeeps and the Lincoln Jeeps, nothing cheaper with them platinum visas. Driving Jaguars in the Bentleys and the Rose Rolls, playing hardball with the platinum keys. Only take them thugged out, slightly bugged out. Fuck with his tongue out. Know the job ain't getting done till the body's getting drug out. Hot boy, keep me right. Play your part and I keep it tight. Well, she gon' be in the middle of the night, but up in the sheets with me, I gangsta. True to your game, street master. You the one I need when this beat street blaster. Ain't afraid to stop a cat, plus pop a cat. <laughs> Soldier cash money, rule your world. What's stopping that? <laughs> S4. Keep me on my toes, get a tingle in my spine. Wet spot, only he knows he's a hot boy. Missy, sing it out and I'm gonna spit it. Rough ride screaming loud, daddy. Is you with it? If your team can't handle my bitches, then we gon' ride. Brick house, style yawns, keep thugs open wide. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I have no idea. Like, we you just oh my God. a shitty connection day. Sprint fucking <laughs> sucks. No, Sprint. Sprint sucks. Like, don't get Sprint. Oh yeah, I I've been there, done that. I would never go back to Sprint. Verizon's extra, but I hear it's the best, right? Is it? Do you have Verizon? I don't. I have AT and T. I used to. Did I ever have Verizon? I used to work for um for well, Best no, Buy. AT and T is good too. Yeah, I I've been with AT and T for like ten years now. So, uh, but yeah, I used oh. to work. I used to work for Best Buy part time and and sold mobile phones. And yeah, I used to always tell people like Sprint is not where it's at. Like they they do suck. And they're expensive for what they offer too. Yeah. Oh my God. And you can I can I tell you a quick story about why Sprint sucks? Like this should be a podcast. Why Sprint sucks? <laughs> sure. Sprint sucks because they. My mom. Oh, my mom. I love my mom, but she can be like really gullible sometimes. Like especially when it comes to technology. She. If my mom could live in like the eighties or seventies, eighties forever, like she would. She's not with the technology, and so and especially cell phones. She's not the. She's she's come a long way with cell phones, and so when she goes into Sprint, like the the accounts in my name, but she went to Sprint one day to. Uh, why did she go? There? I think she went to get a breakdown of the bill so she could understand it better. She came back tell me why she's like oh kiana look at we have an ipad oh they gave me speakers oh they gave me this wi-fi hotspot and i'm like um you bought all this like what just happened and she's like oh well and i look at the bill and it's literally three two hundred and i what was it two hundred and something more dollars on our bill and they just like gypped my mom because they didn't really tell her they didn't explain that very well to her and so ever since then, I'm like, oh my God, fuck Sprint. And then every and then I'll go in. I'm like, can I have a breakdown of the bill? And I mean, I should be consistently looking at the bill, but if I'm not, I shouldn't be seeing random, oh, I added a an a this, a insurance phone case, insurance. No, I never said I never said that. Take that off. Why the fuck is that on there? Like shady. Or maybe it's just the sprint in my house. Let me not say all of sprint actually yes wait it's all the sprint they all suck <laughs> oh, oh is it okay okay, yeah. okay all the sprint i thought i was generalizing i'm not trying to generalize i was like oh wait 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 okay you're right all the sprint sucks <laughs> i agree with you there yeah sprint sprint sucks man they, they're bad um i don't even remember where we left off at <laughs> uh r kelly donald trump we so we're deep there where, <laughs> huh? i said we got deep there 
Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that's what happened. Oh, that's what I was. Doing. I was giving my whole spill about like just um, I can understand why you know if, if you don't want to waste fifteen minutes on something that you just know is just bullshit. So I was just saying how like my whole thing. That's just my thing of I can hear people out, so I can learn both sides so i can argue more but i understand like with the whole you know what i just don't have time to listen to a trump supporter because of xyz i completely understand that Mm -hmm. that outlook on it yeah for sure and 